congrats to making it to another episode of Making Sense <laughs> of the Boys. This is Dimitri. This is Paul. Sam. Pablo. Omer. And we're missing Mitch and Axel. Axel is flaking, and Mitch <laughs> is coming later. Okay, cool. So, we wanted to come out with a really interesting topic for you guys that we're probably going to split into two parts. Th- this topic is called sports, but don't worry. It's, it's, not, it's not like the last time. It's not like the last <laughs> sports episode, which was, as we can admit, subpar. It was a disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster, yes. So, what we really want to analyze today is the impact of sports, especially on young people, to relate this back to us. Right. So we're going to be talking a lot from personal, personal experiences. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to come out with some funny stories. We're going to come out with our own ideas. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff. So Let's stick around and please don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> we need views. <laughs> okay. Um, and also, we want to give a shout out to... Oh, oh Sahil, bro. Shout out to Sahil. <laughs> Sahil. Bro, what a guy. He's making moves, bro. He's making... He's moving up in the music industry. What's his DJ name? Who is Sahil? Uh, Squarehead. Oh, Squarehead. Squarehead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bro, this man like playing at clubs and stuff like that. Yeah, and he promoted our podcast yeah. on his Instagram. So, oh, thank you very much. So we're much. really grateful, yes. Yep. Thank uh, you, Sahil. Thank, thanks for reminding me, guys. You should all follow us on uh, at Making Sense with, with the boys. boys. It's not simping with the boys. It's our, <laughs> <laughs> it's our first fan account. Yeah, it's a fan account. <laughs> Listen, please make as many fan accounts as possible. We, we love them. We, we love the engagement. Okay. Please continue. Um, okay, so let's get started. Wait, by the way, if there's any awkward silences, it's because we haven't really prepared this, uh, yeah, this is on the this go. podcast. For yeah. saying. You know what? We, we like to keep us close to home. We don't like to go into all that research stuff. Nah. That's, uh, personal. It comes from the personal heart. to us. It does. Yeah. truly does. So, let's get started. Um, I'll Do you want to start or should I? You know what? You start. Okay, so Speak a little louder, I think. I'm going to be talking about the social benefits that sports in general have on our communities, uh, as well as individually. Well, that's not really social, but like, yeah. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> as we all know, uh, it brings communities together. And I'm just gonna like put this question out there: Why do you guys think that when we talk about sports, we refer to the sports team as we? Wait, I have another thing to say before we answer that. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, you said how it brings communities together, but I think to some extent it can also bring communities apart. For example, Barcelona Madrid. So, Paul. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Just because there's such a big rivalry, rivalry, especially in football, that you end up almost hating people that uh, support the other team. So, I think that's one negative aspect of sports. I agree with what you're saying, but... Pablo, that's Thank a very you. good point. <laughs> but don't you think that, okay, for example, in the Champions League finals, yeah. okay, if there's a team such as Barcelona or Madrid, there's going to be people outside of the, like, people that don't usually support those teams that are going to be in favor of them. Yeah. So that's going to regardless bring people into, yeah. mm-hmm. into the, like, the atmosphere. And it's gonna yeah, no, that, that, is, that is true. I feel like it brings more people together than than people apart, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like yeah, we should address that. Let's yeah. say for, like, a team, like, it can bring a lot of sadness, like, especially to me, like, <laughs> my team Tottenham, there's not, I mean, first of all, we're not doing well now, and we haven't won a trophy in about, like, 50 years, 
just for people that support teams that don't succeed a lot, it's probably hard for them. And Pablo, uh, you you said that it brings us apart to some extent, but it also, in in a certain way, brings us together to talk, even if we're not talking uh, like well about each other. But we still <laughs> oh, I see. Talk with one another and like. It's a topic of discussion, if you know what I mean. Well thought out. I didn't think of it. Yeah. I think also, um, I, I, I definitely agree with the points you, Paul, and you, Pablo, Thank you. Were, were making. Um, but I also think that, in general, just um, just being a part of a community that... So, for example, you can, you can be going out and playing sport. You can be playing football, playing basketball, but... It doesn't matter if you're fans of two big rival teams. Like you're, st- you can still play with them, and you can still enjoy that experience with them. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So before uh, I was talking, and I was rudely interrupted by Pablo. Apologies. So <laughs> can we just bring back the question? Why do you guys think we call, or we identify with our football teams, and we call we, we say we when we talk about our the teams that we support. So, uh, I think that, well, uh, I remember learning in psychology last year how, um, in I think it's a realistic group conflict theory, that you, you want to, anyway, anyway <laughs> you, you want to identify yourself with succeeding teams. Well, obviously, Sam can't do that. But, <laughs> uh-huh. hey, hey, the Nationals. The baseball team oh, from DC yeah. just won the World Series, so you gotta shut your mouth, bud. Thank you. Thank Shout you. out to the Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you wanna identify yourself with, um, with the players, the team that you look up to and that you're a fan of, and I guess that's also why, um, as, okay, say. No, I, I just keep going. I'll say okay. something later. So. Um, that's why people can get into such heated arguments and maybe even violent arguments because they're actually identifying themselves with um, with the teams. And when people hate on those teams, they um, the, the fans take it as they're hating on them personally. Yeah, I agree with that, Dimitri. But also, it's like a form of entertainment for the people. Because, like, I mean, without sport in my life, personally, I'd probably be very bored. And like with supporting a team, I have something to do, and it excites me when I want to watch a, a game or something. So that's probably a lot of the yeah. reason why people identify. I agree with what Sam is saying. So pretty much like without fans, there would be no. Actually, there would probably be no professional sports because there would be first of all no source of revenue, mm-hmm. yeah. and as well it wouldn't be such a big global uh, like concept. Yeah. <laughs> concept <laughs> also what I wanted to say is like I think the fact that we use we just shows how important sport is to some of us like how it can affect our lives so much that we consider ourselves part of that community and uh, Dimitri I have a question what uh, interpersonal skills do you think you've developed through sports uh, nice I'd be you're you're an IB <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm milking the IB <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, first and foremost communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you you really guys, there's no I in team. Okay. Yes. Why not? Why not? But if you look closely enough, there's a me. 
<laughs> oh okay. Besides the point. Um, yeah, just that you, if you want your team to be successful, uh, then you're gonna have to work with the with your teammates, and you're gonna have to make sacrifices um, to help the team reach its potential. So, being um, playing sport from a young age, that's definitely super helpful um i know like in the workplace where you've got to work in teams and you've got to achieve a common goal and sport just really brings young kids up to be able to do that and fit into that role more easily i think going back to the thing you said about saying like we what did you um yeah Paul, please say my Paul, name. the point you mentioned about how we refer to our, our team as we um like a term of nationalism in countries where like you were Paul, you'd obviously refer to your Spanish people as we, and Dimitri would refer to Greek people as we. It's like you have a sense of pride for your country. And so it's like if you are in like a random group of people you don't really know, and you meet someone and it's like, oh, you're a fan of this team as well, you instantly have like a sort of connection to them that you didn't before. I guess they seem like a friendlier person than anyone else. And it has nothing to do with the way they're acting. It's just because they support the same team. And then you might start talking to them about that or whatever. So it's similar to nationalism for your country and pride and whatnot. Yeah. I think what Paul is asking uh, that, that's a great point Omer but <laughs> <laughs> I think what Paul was asking was a, a really good question the kind of interpersonal skills that you can develop that um, that bring the value of sport outside of from just the health and physical aspects uh, but also skills that can help you in real life what, what other um, what other skills do you think sport develops that can help you in real life well, personally, I think um, <coughs> organization, since uh, when you make a commitment to a team, you have to be organized. You have to bring your training kit when you're training with them. You mm -hmm. have to uh, bring all the supplies mm -hmm. as well as um, be organized. <laughs> Wait, did you say that it was a sense of like discipline? That yeah, like yeah, to some discipline. extent. And also in discipline, you kind of have to follow the authority figures in sports, such as your referees or your coaches. So you also learn discipline through sports. Yeah, yeah. I th uh, adding on to that discipline thing, Paul, um, I think, well, I, I don't know about you guys, but definitely sometimes I've been like, oh, I don't want to go to training. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to play basketball right now, or I don't want to play volleyball. Mm -hmm. But I um, still going to training helps me it helps me develop discipline in my life to do things that I know I have to do, even though I don't necessarily want to. Yeah, it, it also keeps you, like, committed, you know, mm -hmm. to something. Because I feel like <clears throat> without sport, at least in my life, I wouldn't, like, be, being on a basketball soccer team, like, I have to go to these things, you know. But without it, I probably wouldn't do as much, like, athletic things. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. I think also what's pretty important, it's not for everyone that participates in port sports but I think leadership leadership skills mm. and development sports is very important because often in sports I mean in every sport unless it's like tennis where it's individual there has to be a leader in sports even in tennis your coach you're, yeah. is a leader I, oh and you're I'm a leader for yourself of your own yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that can be really helpful to if, I mean for the rest of your life really mm. yeah. yeah um and yeah. yeah 
can you explain? Can you can you expand, please? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, w- with that leadership thing, um, I noticed how you were saying that um, it's not only it, it's not for everyone to be like a leader in sports, but um, I don't necessarily agree with that because <laughs> because I think that when you play sport and you're you're actually following your leaders like coaches, um, mm. you you're learning from them and. That's also a very valuable part of sport is you can have these role models, like um, you know that that basketball movie Coach Carter. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's so Wait, good. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like, have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. Uh, so really, I've seen a clip, but it's so, so good. You should watch it, Coach Carter. So good. So it's shout out Samuel L. Jackson. Is it the Mystery <laughs> <laughs> Cruise Club? Shout out Quentin yeah, Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's such a good sport. Nah. So, but for our listeners that don't know this movie. It's about this coach that comes to a team in a um, in a hood like the, the, the hood of I don't know what city, but it's the know. hood in uh, in America. And he and he he, <laughs> he makes an emphasis on um, on education and discipline, and basically he gets them all to have good grades, be good student athletes, and um, he raises them. He doesn't just teach them basketball; he teaches them life skills, mm. and. Um, it's a it's really it's a really good movie. Yeah, I you know what I think I think um, our basketball coach right now, Mr. Grizzetti, is trying to like I mean maybe he didn't see the movie but he's trying <laughs> to follow like he's doing what Alex Carter did in a way like not to the, his that extent yeah. but like he's like showing a lot of discipline and you know like a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah I kind of see that side. Yeah, it's um yeah. it's kind of funny how everyone during the tryouts. Like everyone's like basically like sucking up to him. <laughs> yeah, and like we're all like shouting and like being good stuff and like trying super hard and like giving a hundred percent and like. Uh, no, but okay. now like everyone like, kind of <laughs> doesn't really care anymore. Like no, you're in the team. Or you you gotta keep the tone up. No, but I definitely think with the com- like uh, I don't know, like the competitiveness of like starting, it gives people yeah like, true enthusiasm to motivation to uh, to play harder. Um, but uh, going on to your point about uh, what we just talked about, um, Demi, um, like I feel like leadership uh, can be like a bad thing in a way, because like let's say in um, uh, like in like poor income houses or whatever, when there's like a person who is like playing a sport. And like hopes to go to the NBA or whatever, um, and then like he gets injured. Let's say, I mean this isn't really about leadership, but it's just about like how he's like the man of the house, and people, let's say, expect him to get them out of their poverty state or whatever. And then if he, he has a lot of pressure on him, and then if he does something wrong, like gets an injury or something, then it can cause him like a lot of uh, I don't know, like de- maybe depression or whatever, mm-hmm. like issues later in life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point, Sam. Um, how, not maybe maybe not the leadership, but yeah. the pressure to perform yeah. in um, some areas. Cause I, I know we, like, we obviously come from pretty privileged backgrounds, yeah. and we haven't felt that pressure to succeed on one thing. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are depending on us, but um, yeah, I, I also think that the um maybe the competitiveness 
can also become unhealthy in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah, exactly. How um, and how kids can put their success in that sport above other potentially more valuable. Yeah, lessons. exactly. And kind of uh, similar to this issue, like if you if you're really good at one sport, you might become too cocky. You know, we have a great example here of who's not with us, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it might, uh, like, force you. No, like, because everybody around you tells you that you're very good at one specific, or, like, at sports in general, you might, uh, like, I don't know, just become, like, overwhelmed or, like, overconfident. Yeah. Um, overconfident. Yeah, definitely. The I mean, feedback. The person <laughs> that we're not naming is too <laughs> overconfident. <laughs> Thanks for the yeah, I think um, building on what you were saying about how when they get injured it's like a pressure that they have on themselves at the same time it's like with that pressure the work ethic you develop from mm. being so like involved in basketball or football whatever your sport may be yeah. you can take that work ethic to other areas of your life so let's say you did get injured and you couldn't play basketball ever again at a high level at least you could still take that work ethic and use it for you know any job you want to work towards a high school yeah. degree college but degree, so. I mean let's say you do work so hard in that specific Omer let's say you do <laughs> work so hard in that specific uh, uh, like sport or whatever then and you then that's all you focus on you know so you don't have any other skills in a way so. that's um, yeah that, that's a good point Sam but I think if you're if you're in that like low place and you're able to bring yourself back up yeah. that um that's a really great skill to have that um yeah. to be able to come back from defeats because yeah. obviously er- everybody's going to fail in life yeah. so it's um it's important to know how to deal with that hey yeah. Mitchell we'll thank we'll you Mitchell for we were just talking us. about Speak you I would rather have a doctor than a wife what what is that some seats for me last Yeah, there's oh, no yeah. chair. Oh. You're gonna have to grab one yeah, from yeah. this pile of like keys. Apologies. What's, what's today's topic? Sports. 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 <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> <laughs> it's better this time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where do okay. I get a chair, boys? You get, get it Go from to outside. Yeah. Alright, okay. see you in a bit, audience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, do you guys wanna move on? Or? Yeah, I'll, I'll move on. Um, so along with the uh, all the social like psychological all those kinds of benefits sport also is a huge it's a massive industry um, it gets <laughs> like tons of employment um, from everything from the actual players to building stadiums um, to have those sporting events and especially making money in terms of the viewership, merchandise, and also the, um, the revenue that is generated from like advertising, having these popular people, these celebrities basically um, doing advertising. And yeah, with the, with the rise of social media as well, it's becoming ever more um, significant. Just help yourself to a snack, Mitch. Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> That's fabulous. Oh. Wait, do you have my change? Wait, uh, I just I know that nobody asked, but I just had a deja vu. Like, I just thought I'd put that out there. That's great. Thank Let's you so much. Please explain your deja vu. Describe it. I don't know. I just I Maybe our at, last podcast. I, I, I looked at Omer, and I just... 
I, I had a feeling that I was in this room before looking at. <laughs> I'm just so dreamy. Oh, dreamy boys. Okay, so but someone please kindly respond to my point. Why don't you repeat it? Yeah, <laughs> 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 I don't think I don't think anybody understood it. <laughs> can you repeat your point, please? <sighs> yes. So, um, the benefits of sports on the economy and jobs and um, and the revenue that is associated with it and. That's Pablo. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how sport has become um, not only a societal benefit but also a psychological no economic benefit yeah i think that's true like on a macro scale like in terms of the world or a country that's very noticeable it gives a lot of people jobs and brings money but also when you're talking about individuals it brings people out of poverty and homelessness like jimmy butler for example an nba nba player for the miami heat I mean, this guy was completely broke, living in, in nothing, he was homeless, and then basketball was able to give him and his family a life and save him from poverty, and now he's making millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the yeah, sports there as well. The, the, the sports industry basically brings a whole other market to it. Mm. Like, the world. The yeah. world, yeah. 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 There's so much behind every, behind everything. If you look behind every every game of any mm. sport played, there's so much going on in, in the background. Yeah. With everything and each job of that probably has someone has a job for that. But the, there's a lot of corruption as well in sports. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially in FIFA, which I don't know if you guys, I bet you guys know, but it's like the, the Qatar thing. Yeah, exactly. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, in the last. But time. um, it basically. <laughs> <laughs> but just being a bit annoying. No, yeah. I apologize. Get rid of the bags. Is, is, is your bag. chocolate milk warm? No, it's good actually. <laughs> so what are you doing outside? No, I was opening this thing so it wasn't annoying. Jesus Christ. You weren't any louder, buddy. I'm sorry. You have to miss that one. Hold on. Take your body and then continue. Um, Sam, please elaborate on the FIFA Qatar issue. Yeah, so we basically... We talked about it last time. Yeah, we did talk Very about it, but if you guys didn't get the chance to watch it, which I guess many of you didn't because it was a boring episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, basically, um, Qatar bribed FIFA to let them host the World Cup, which messed up a lot of the, uh, um, I don't know, it was just, the fans were very mad, as it was in, it's in December now, when it's supposed to be in the summer in June, and so, it also messes up all the leagues, like the Premier League and whatnot, and, um, yeah, and then also... The with the workers not being paid fairly or whatever and to build like the stadium. Essentially slaves. They, 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 they were dying in the division. Why, why were the fans mad that it was now in December? Because it messes up with the um, like the league schedule, which is like all the Premier League and stuff. And otherwise, it would be in summer where there's n not no other type of football going on, mm. so players can can dedicate themselves to it. Don't they take like games off if they aren't available for them? Like Messi would miss games for Barcelona if he has a Yeah. Game. Yeah, no, that's, that's like the whole thing. Yeah. There's like confusion on what to do because mm -hmm. nobody, I don't think anybody knows. Anyway. Alright, that's quite a I guess it's going to depend on the player and their priorities. Um, yeah. I think most would I prioritize think. the World Cup over the Yeah, Olympics. I agree. Depend, yeah. Depends what sport. I mean, they both, football. Like, but that's my point. It messed up everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
And that's just c- completely FIBA's fault. But the thing is, like, only a select few from the leagues are actually playing for the national team, so they can use the reserve that's true. reserve players to play in the league. Mm. Okay, so um, so you think that because Qatar wanted the um, the revenue associated with hosting the Premier League, that's why they sort of bribed FIFA to let them do it? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And just the like so do do you think that um, sport is like as equitable, or w- would it be regressive in the sense that it's the richer people that I actually benefit the most? Um. <coughs> I mean, they probably do benefit the most, but there's also, as you see, like Jimmy Butler or whatever, there's definitely more cases of, as that, that people come out of poverty to become rich and uh, succeed. I think it almost benefits, like, the actual people that were kind of in charge of the whole thing that happened in Qatar. Mm-hmm. Because no one else really benefited. Because now, how many stadiums did they have to build for them? A lot, so like, like ten. Like yeah, so yeah. now there's basically just ten stadiums <coughs> standing around that they can't really put use for that would be pro- profitable, <laughs> like, as much probably as it costs. It's just not the same. Wait, Wait, also, you, Sam. I'll oh. go, I'll go. Oh, yeah, also, go. the problem <laughs> with that is, like, after the World <laughs> Cup, there's ten, like, state-of-the-art stadiums. For nothing. For, for nothing, basically nothing. And half your population is, like, starving. So, uh, obviously, like... People in Qatar aren't very happy with but that. Because of that, not even Qatar benefits from it. Like you exactly. said, the rich, not yeah. even they yeah, benefit. Yeah, Absolutely that. nobody benefits from this, except for the money FIFA received from. Uh-huh. But then even they lose ratings in their league games because no players aren't playing. That, that's a good point, Omer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, I agree with the point you said that there's a lot of people that come out of poverty due to sports, but you have to think that there's also some sports that re- require people to have a, like a stable income, so like golf, golf yeah, yeah. tennis, like polo, swimming. those are pretty like, like right. I don't know, upper class sports. Sorry. Like, yeah. can you repeat your point, Paul? No, I was just saying that. No, no, like I, I, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get it, Paul. Dude, maybe listen. <laughs> I was listening, but like I got no, confused. I was, I was just saying because Sam before said that there's a lot of people that, that got come out of poverty, poverty mm-hmm. to become elite athletes. Yeah. I was just saying that there's also a lot of people that are rich or have mm-hmm. money. To be able to play like elite yeah. sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is true because like a lot of the sports that people become successful in that are poor are sports that are easy, easily accessible yeah. like football, basketball, mm-hmm. other football, American football. Um, Many more. Yeah. 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 So it kind of just depends on the equipment needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because for for example, golf you need like a whole yeah. club, uh, while while yeah. basketball you can basically play. Yeah. Just a ball, and a yeah. any hoop. ball and any hoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, another benefit that I don't think that we mentioned for sport is that um, is kind of the the hope that it gives some kids, mm. like yeah. the um, especially in the U.S. Yeah. How kids really uh, push themselves to get these sports scholarships yeah. to universities to be able to get their education that otherwise they wouldn't have really been able to pay for. Yeah. What, what do you think about that, Pablo? No. Um, I would s- that is, obviously, yeah, hope is good. Because, for example, for me, like, during school when I have basketball practice, like, I look forward to that all of school. In a way, that's good. <laughs> it, it, it is hope. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't look forward, but... Um, <laughs> it depends on the <laughs> anyway, What I was trying to say is that sometimes it can be false hope, which is, I think is very dangerous. 
because people are going to set aside academics and more safe pathways to a better future and going to put it all into sports. But when they don't make it, they have essentially nothing. So in that way, you got to be careful with how much hope you put into it. You shouldn't sacrifice telling your extremely good everything into a sport because it's not necessarily true that it's going to give you a career. But at the same time, I think the, the argument, like the point he made was Pablo that Dimitri said, uh, when you go to a D1 school or a D2 or D3 school, you get free education when you go there. And if you didn't... Not necessarily. Yeah, the, if you get a scholarship, you get free education. Well, yeah, but not everyone gets a scholarship. But that's but the, the point. point. That you're sacrificing nothing because you're not going to get an education. You can't pay for a university. You're going to go to a community college and that, like... Maybe not even. Yeah, maybe not even that. So it's there's not much sacrifice to just pursuing it for academics primarily. That That is true, Amir, but... You might not necessarily get a scholarship. But if you don't, like, the next best thing would be nothing anyway. So you're in the same not, place. Not for everyone. Only yeah, but for we're like talking very about four people. people that wouldn't be able to afford it. It gives them hope. Right, in that for way, other I people, guess so. I understand. But I think, I think, yeah, but if you don't get a D1 scholarship, um, now, now, now this, uh, this, this would be in college, not uh, in high school. But for example, if you don't don't go pro and like you fail all your classes because you dedicated so much time to basketball and and you're broke, I mean that's terrible because yeah you're um you're not gonna be making millions in the NBA or whatever, but you're also not gonna have a stable job because if you don't have a degree because you well, failed. It's just gonna be harder for you to get a good paying job. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it does benefit some people, but others it doesn't. Yeah, th- that's in um. That's an argument I think that the uh, NCAA has or something that they want players to complete at least one year mm-hmm. of um, of college education. But um, I think that may- maybe even if they don't get these scholarships, it still, um, I guess, takes them off the streets. Like, yeah, that's fair. Uh, it, it, ge- it keeps them busy. Like, it keeps them doing something productive, something that keeps them fit. Um, like, th- these young kids that otherwise might not be doing such productive things mm-hmm. yeah there's a show about like uh kids that come from like poverty do these cleaners on <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful we should put up signs exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh there's a show on netflix called last chance you and it's oh, yeah, about it's so good yeah mm-hmm. it's about these like football players uh most of them come from poverty and then they all succeeded uh but then they have like failed uh i don't know they did something wrong in their like, like d1 college and then they failed and now this is their like second chance mm-hmm. last chance uh, okay so, that's quite interesting yeah like it, it shows you like how much these kids are academically they're just not able, able. Yeah. and because because like I- imagine like the line what is it called the line defense line for foot american oh, yeah. football these, these yeah these guys are huge you know and basically they they think like okay I'm huge I basically am have an advantage over everyone else, but then for example in that school like they just need to perform ep- academically and they never were. Like I don't think in high school for example, they they would care that much what if a kid isn't succeeding yeah. in class be- mm-hmm. because their team is getting has this huge guy on their team. Yeah, that I mean yeah go on Sam. So that's a good point, <coughs> but uh, that's also an issue with like scholarships in in yeah. the US specifically because like they all these coaches from different colleges o- offer these scholarships and then like these kids get so excited and then if they succeed then it's really good but if they don't then they're put in an even worse place 
So, uh, yeah, what were you saying? I, I really like that sign because they can grow dependent on these things yeah. um, and then have them then have it taken away from under them. Yeah. But <laughs> also the um, I think the schools or the, the people in charge of these kids who want to direct them. I think sometimes these sometimes these kids with these natural abil- abilities can be exploited as well. Mm. Like, sure. um, in, way. in the way that maybe maybe you have this guy who's like oh let me be your agent mm. and he's like um, he's not he's making the moves that are best for him no. and not for you yeah. as a player and as a person I think I think that happens quite a lot to be honest like I, I can see that happening quite a lot mm-hmm. like it, it could it could be really easy for especially when people come out of poverty like imagine a, a top basketball pro- prospect right uh, in high school that is not doesn't have a lot of money and then their family is kind of have some like troubles i guess and then there's this agent and he's like okay i can do this for your son your son will make this much money sound good okay sign yeah. then yeah, and then and then like yeah. it's not beneficial to them at the end or the and agent gets like 80% of the yeah money. which is just not the property mm-hmm. yeah and also like coaches as well who want to make their team better they um they might offer these incentives yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that uh, if they can't consistently perform are just taken away in there, as Sam said, like put in a worse position. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of cheating in like with coaches and stuff, even in like the, the best leagues, you know, like what in the NFL, cheating? like in the NFL, uh, the Patriots, you know, the football team. Sorry, how do you cheat as a coach? He's explaining. And then, like in the NFL, the Patriots, like supposedly, they were um, cheating uh, by looking at the teams they were playing against, like their their plays, or whatever that they were gonna run in the game, mm-hmm. by like scouting them or something, and then obviously that's cheating. Yeah, why, is, why is that cheating? Because during the huddle, like during no, the like bef- before the game ha- started. Yeah. I, oh, I thought, I thought like someone go over to the new owner. Yeah. I, I, no, no, no. You just look at past games they played. No, no, that's not what that's not what they did. That's a study in film. Everyone does that. Yeah, every sport. Exactly. That's not what he's talking about. No, I'm talking about like they looked at the plays they were gonna run in that game. Like they looked at the playbooks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for example, there was a huge scandal. Was I think it was the Patriots? I'm not sure. Like they. It's <laughs> always the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Also, how like the owner got caught going to like a whorehouse. Or something. <laughs> 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 that's so funny. No, like how they deflated the ball. So they could throw it better. Yeah. I, I don't know how that works though. Yeah, I mean, somehow yeah. it's. No, I, I think it's you can catch it better. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but I don't. I, I wouldn't say that's cheating. No, if, if you, you have know, special traits, there's regulation. Sorry, was I talking? <laughs> <laughs> no. If 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 you if you hire if the Patriots hire someone to study the other p- people's. Place, then why is that cheating? That's not what no. he was doing though. He okay, and then, no, he write it, and then write it down and then was, show. No, show he didn't. St- he studied like he went through their playbook and saw players they were gonna run against like the, his team that game, and yeah. then you know exactly what they're gonna do. Yeah. So you literally know exactly what routes to run to block their. But plays every team could do that though. No, because it's not. He physically saw their playbook for the game. Yeah. Wait, he didn't yeah. like study past film or anything. It's right. specially for the game. Yeah. Wait, just yeah. to have like a little. Oh yes. No, you go. Just to have like. Because we're ending soon, as I'm aware. Um, like if you have any anecdotes, any little funny stories that you want to share with, with our audience, please. All right, I got one. It's a little clip. Like, it's just the audio. 
that I'm gonna play because it's quite funny and then we can make fun of it. Uh, it's about <laughs> this guy in football who just received a Man of the Match award and this is like his speech after. And I appreciate my fans also. My wife and my girlfriend. Yeah, I mean my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, my wife. Listen, I love you so much. Aya, I love you so much from my heart. Ne? <laughs> what a joke. So that's, that is the fail of the century. <laughs> Bro, he definitely got beat when he got <laughs> home. Yeah, that, that's so unlucky, bro. He tried to make up for it. And so my girlfriend. <laughs> I, love you, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, yeah. I think the um, some of the best uh, entertainment that we get from sports is a drama as well. Yeah. For yeah. 100%, bro. Uh, the drama is nice. You know, like, KD, uh, Kevin Durant's... Um, oh, yeah, it was, bro. Oh, yeah. no. what? It's his burner what? accounts, bro. His tweets. Oh, yeah. oh yes, bro. They're always beefing. Did you yeah. recently see the the beef? Uh, this one guy that used to play with KD and Ru- oh, Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, he was like that was oh, a wild le- legend. The uh, legend, uh, uh, Westbrook. He he is Mr. Thunder. And then KD said, "Can said something about that or something." Same and then K- KD was. The no, uh, Ken- not, Kendrick, not, Kendrick not Perkins that. attacked KD first. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then and then it was funny. Yeah. So um, I think I think that's gonna wrap it up for part one. We, part uh, one. <laughs> yeah. We may do we a part two. So the well, yeah, the, I do. we will do a part two. It depends two. depends on the feedback we get from this one. Yeah, s- since this is such a big topic, and obviously we want to know what you guys think, um, we we would really like to do a, a part one a part two. And possibly get a couple guest speakers to talk about like health benefits, like maybe some of our um, sports science teachers or something some like of that. Well, the, 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 okay, the sports science teacher. Right. So, can I just point out, Pablo? What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Don't say. He was a. Uh, we'll not say. <laughs> okay. Uh. So. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode of Making oh, Sense yeah, with the Boys. And plug, plug the Instagram one more time. Uh, yes. Make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram at Making Sense with the Boys, Anchor website, Making Sense with the Boys.com, and also oh, make Spotify, sure. Spotify. They're Spotify. listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> they can listen follow to it anyway. Um, and also make sure you guys. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you guys comment down below on what other topics down you down would down like below. to hear about. Make sure you subscribe, post. like. <laughs> you can't comment on Spotify. Yeah. Under the Instagram post. Under Instagram. Okay, Obviously, Instagram you guys are going to follow. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Right. Uh, yeah, that's cool. See you guys next uh, time. Ciao.